True Crime, a podcast where three glorious but shameful friends sit down once a week to drink together virtually and discuss true crime. Hello, ladies. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Once again, attacked immediately. (laughs) Coming right out of the gate. Good. It's all out of love. It is. I love my adjectives. Mm -hmm. How are we doing today? We are here. We are thriving. We're awake. I'm going to go with just surviving right now. I have no eyebrows, my nose is boogery, and I'm tired. You boogery. know how to You know how to make it sound hot, AJ. I know how to bring all the glam. Yeah, you are. <laughs> oh my gosh. <clears throat> now, thank goodness it's a 3-day weekend this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh my gosh. After being out of town for all of last week and having like 10 to 12 hour days, it and then you go back and work more. Um, Getting a small break at least. I am a tired, a tired lady. Well, given that it is um, approximately 1030 in the morning our time, what are we all having to drink? <gasps> I have an appropriate beverage for the time, actually. Oh. I know what. What I know. I know. I know. I'm waiting for somebody to come after. So what are you having? Um. So I am having an orange mango mimosa. Yum. Ooh. Yeah. It's made with a uh, rose bubbly. Because I feel full. Like... Mm-hmm. So actually, correct this time. Like correct. <laughs> I I understood the instructions. Good so. job. What about you, ladies? I'm actually drinking one of your seltzers that you left here. Oh, and tea. Nice. They still exist? Yeah, surprisingly. Wow. This is the peach orange mimosa hard seltzer. So I guess I'm kind of on brand as well for once. AJ, oh come on, bring us home, bring us home, bring us home. I, I would be drinking coffee, but I've already had three cups. And I could have had bourbon because shockingly, I actually have some bourbon in my house right now. And we could have been on brand, but I would rather lick the bottom of a leather shoe. So... Instead, I'm having a constant comment iced tea. Ooh, that looks refreshing. Out of my out of my very pretty cup that one of my students made for me. Two for three isn't bad. Two for no. three. We're doing two for three. Mm-hmm. To be fair, uh, three alcoholics and true crime doesn't have the same flow <laughs> as bourbon wine and true crime. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we get what we can get. That's like the, uh, the bottom tagline. <laughs> An asterisk. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my nose, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, uh. So I don't okay. have a I don't have a long this isn't a case. I don't have a long thing to talk about. Um, because we were cooking dinner. We had frozen pizza for dinner yesterday because we didn't feel like cooking cooking. But uh um Eduardo was like, oh, um, what are you going to talk about when you record tomorrow? And I was like, I'm not recording until Monday. And he was like, it's Sunday. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. So I didn't get to research what I wanted to. Um, but luckily I had this in my back pocket from, I was going to talk about it with you guys a couple of weeks ago. We ended up talking about something else, 
but I'm talking about today the Stanley Hotel. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Hey. Which obviously we'll post the pictures of when we went. Oh my gosh. And it was, was very weird because obviously you guys remember somebody passed out before the tour. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, <gasps> One knee buckled, hit the ground. Just collapsed. Yeah. Uh-huh. He, said, he said that had never happened to him before. Um, and then that right. was, then it was the weird image that we took mm-hmm. in the bathroom that mm-hmm. we can't quite explain. Mm-mm. But I totally uh, forgot about the guy passing out. Did yeah. you? I had I had completely I mean, forgotten about that. Randy, it was a weird. Randy and I were staying in a haunted teapot. There was a lot happening mm-hmm. that time, mm-hmm. so <laughs> there certainly was. And luckily, Randy, I also have some things to talk about because AJ last time was like, "I'm just gonna do this real quick for the next hour and a half," and then well, <laughs> I have a quick update. Not quick, quick. update. Not quick. <laughs> I well, do. I have a, a small thing later. too at the very end that we'll that we'll bring oh in. Oh my god! Okay, good. Because I don't have we'll a, kick us off. I don't have a ton of notes about this. So Stanley Hotel. So Freeland Oscar Stanley was also the inventor of the steam-powered car. Was stricken with a life-threatening case of tuberculosis in 1903. The most recommended treatment at the time was fresh air, fresh dry air, sunlight, mm-hmm. and a hearty diet. So Stanley and his wife, Flora, moved to Denver, Colorado in March, and following his doctor's recommendations, uh, they relocated to Estes Park in June. So I think that was, what, a two-hour drive from Denver? Not quite. but an hour and a half. hour and a half. So Stanley's health improved drastically over the following months, and by 1907, he had recovered completely after spending several summers in Estes Park. That's when Stanley and his wife decided they wanted to live permanently there, but they wanted some better living accommodations. So in 1907, construction began on the Hotel Stanley, a 48-room grand hotel for the wealthy folks in Stanley's social circle back east, as well as the people that traveled to Estes Park for the health benefits. The hotel was one of the first to be powered entirely by electricity, but the lack of available power meant that they also had gas lights installed in 1911. And this is a crazy story. The gaslighting began early. (laughs) (laughs) No, or wait, actually, Randy. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. That's not true. Why are you making things up? That's not true. They didn't have those. Why are you attacking me? (laughs) What is that from? Um, No, like gaslighting. Gaslighting Mm. is is like there's a. Okay, I'm just gonna shut up because I'm still like not still waiting on all cylinders. Wow. Like, yeah, me. and then it was the first show, they, and then they even had gas lights. No, they didn't. No, they, no, they didn't. didn't. <laughs> why? Why are you making shit up? Whoa, no. you, you sound crazy right now. You yeah. know what? Just maybe I should have a beverage. I don't know. <laughs> maybe I might be smarter. <laughs> <laughs> Just you know what? That's not true. But believe whatever you want. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness! The day after the pipes were filled, there was a massive explosion. A guest had left the valve open in one of the rooms, and when a worker went in to light it, it went off. So her name was Elizabeth Wilson. Spoiler alert, she's one of the ghosts. Uh, She was thrown from the first floor to the second floor, like through the floor, uh, where she broke both of her ankles. After this horrible accident, and I thought this is really cool, uh, 
months. So she ended up recovering. She didn't work again, but Stanley paid for all of her children's college tuition. Oh, okay. That's, that's pretty something. cool. Yeah, he seems, like a, he seems like a cool, uh, rich dude. So the, the weird part, so she was hurled through the floor from room 217, which is also the room that Stephen King and his wife Tabitha stayed in when they visited the hotel many years later. And that was the inspiration for the book, The Shining. Uh, Flora died in 1939, uh, Stanley's wife. And Stanley died in 1940. It seems that they never left the hotel. Stanley has been seen wandering around the hotel or standing behind the reception desk and Flora has been spotted playing the piano. And AJ, that's the one that you played when we were mm-hmm. there. Oh, wow. That's true. Mm-hmm. Oh, that but was cool. Didn't you say you're like that it felt strange when you were it playing? It felt very weird. Mm-hmm. Guests have also had their clothes unpacked. Objects have moved on their own. Lights have turned on and off. On the fourth floor, you could hear children running around and laughing which is terrifying. In response to these strange occurrences, staff at the Stanley say, there are never any reports of sinister or evil events happening here because there are only happy ghosts at the Stanley Hotel. I mean, can they come to my house and unpack clothes and turn lights on and off? Unlike my children who do not turn a light off when they leave the room or unpack their clothes. (laughs) I mean, that sounds kind of fabulous. Can they come over here? (laughs) Just do a little jaunt. A little bit. Just a little light cleaning. Rooms 401, 407, and 428 are reported to be the most active rooms. Another spirited and most requested room is 217, where Stephen King stayed. And the hotel estimates that the 217 number plate is stolen about once a week. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Guests have also reported that if an unmarried couple visits the hotel, someone will climb into bed between them during the night. And they think that this is uh, the maid, Elizabeth. Is that her name? Don't love that. Elizabeth Wilson, because she was very, very old-fashioned for her time. Um, Mind your business. Mind your business. Uh, In room 428, there have been reports that there is a friendly cowboy ghost that sits on the corner of the bed to greet you. Hate that. Also, yeah. (laughs) Hate all of this. Thank you. So, yeah, that is a very short rundown of... The Stanley Hotel. I want to go back. I want us to stay there. too. I want I to stay. I want to get on the wait list for the um Halloween party that they do. It's like 10 years out. So I'm like, we could be some snazzy elderly ladies when we go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, let's get on there. Yeah, I need to make a note to do that. Oh my gosh. Well, that's more about the Stanley Hotel that I did not know. Thanks which is awesome. Um, I'm going to be covering also a shorter segment. I really thought this was going to be much longer than it is, and it is not. And also, I wrote these notes uh, over a month ago. So give me give me a second as I'm like reacclimating. But, okay. but as you all know, I live in sunny Las Vegas, Nevada. And uh, I don't know if you're aware that in the desert, we don't have a lot of water. But what we do in Las Vegas, what we do have is we do have a couple of man-made lakes. And one of the man-made lakes that we have in Las Vegas is Lake Mead. And if you read news ever, 
you might have noticed that there have been a few news articles about not just the, you know, plummeting water line within Lake Mead, which is scary within itself, mm-hmm. but some of the things they've found as that water line has dropped. So many bodies. So quick side note, I was, this was maybe a year and a half ago or something. I was invited to go cliff jumping off of Nelson's Landing, which is in Lake Mead. So the person who invited me had been there before, but several years prior, not realizing that the water line was way further away than it used to be. So what used to be an already scary jump was completely terrifying. And I was falling for so long, I had a chance to change my mind on the way down. Which is <laughs> oh my not gosh. great. Oh. I was shaking so hard by the time I got out of the water because you can't be in free fall that, that long. It's mm-hmm. just, no, it was. Oh, that sounds terrible. It, Okay, but so I'm going to take us through chronologically what they have found and what we know regarding Lake Mead. So the the dropping water levels has been a problem for a couple of years, but the findings really began actually about one year ago, exactly, in May of 2022. So a barrel was found uh, by boaters uh, on on a Sunday at 3 p.m., which was if you see something that large, you do want to report it for you know that kind of a public space. And there was there was a couple and that heard a woman screaming from the side of the beach, and her and her husband went to go see what was wrong. At that point, they realized it was not just a barrel alone, but there was a body in the barrel that was found. Luck. Yes. So they didn't know too much about who this might be because missing persons reports have not always been as robust or easily accessible as they are now, but they suspected that the person was killed in the 1980s based off of personal items that were found in there. And, uh, this death actually still currently remains a mystery And remains were being tested for the DNA of a man that went missing 45 years ago, Mm -hmm. but nothing conclusive um, has happened. They do believe that, uh, that they may have found who the person was. There's a woman named Barbara Brock who lives here. She believes that she's the sister of the missing man. And I guess her brother at around the same time in the late 1970s, I guess he was part of the mafia. Oh, wow. So the mafia was really influential and impactful in Nevada, mostly in Las Vegas, until about the late 1970s. So timelines were starting to match up where they were still getting rid of bodies in mafia fashion. Jeez. Uh, and according to the coroner, anytime you have a body in a barrel, clearly there was somebody else involved, and likely it was the mafia. So body number one, May 2022. Um, and they the only thing that they knew uh, additionally about the personal effects is that it appears he bought them at Kmart. <laughs> I miss Kmart. <laughs> 
So six days after this initial discovery, which had been on May 1st, so May 7th, another set of human remains was found. This discovery was made by two paddleboarders who initially thought their findings were a rock. Once they got closer, they realized that they were looking at human remains. And again, I really wish that there was more information about mm-hmm. a lot of these things, but basically something is found. This is one of the few the few cases where we do actually have some closure. So they were able to identify the remains that were found as Thomas Ernt, who was from Las Vegas, who was 42 years old at the time. He was swimming at the lake with his family. Everyone jumped in the water at the same time. And then her, um, uh, what's his name? I just lost it. Thomas never surfaced. Okay. And they just, so they just never found the body. Yeah. He just, they all went in. Everybody else came up. Thomas never came up. So this would have been in 2002 and his family expressed gratitude for having, you know, long, long awaited recovery and identification of his remain. And they feel like they have some closure at this point. So nothing sinister, although it looked like it was going to be. Mm -hmm. So that's body number two, body number three. Um, they, it was in July of 2022 and there was a gentleman named Jesus Catalan who was filming there and stumbled across the remains. They were able to do testing. And this was another one where they were able to identify who it was. It was Claude Russell Pensinger of Las Vegas, who was 52 years old at the time of his disappearance, which they believe to be in 1998. And they still have not figured out the cause of death. So I'm going to go into it a little bit more. But what's kind of interesting is, did you guys watch Bones? Yeah. Yes. Love that show. So everything that I read about what you're able to actually discover just using human bones apparently is not as robust as they make it seem Mm -hmm. in the show. And especially if they have been underwater. Yeah. It really does not allow for people to understand because there's erosion that happens and all kinds of things. So um, even though they have these bones, they still have no idea how this guy died. So could yeah, be another like, Yeah, It's like if they weren't stabbed or shot or even if they would have to been stabbed in a way where it like nicked a bone or mm-hmm. something like that. They just they can't tell what happened. Well, and even after that, if you have a body that's like in the woods or you have a body that's in water that has any kind of wildlife in it, what happens with like scavengers or mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah. they, there can be other like bone markings that mm-hmm. you can't definitively say. I love bones is always like, oh, yes, this is a rare type of knife. Yeah. Only three people own it in the United <laughs> States. So we'll clearly- we found this particulate in this microscopic incision mm-hmm. and... Hodgins tested it out and found that it was this rare <laughs> aluminum. Yeah, yeah, just like that. Yep, you nailed it. What's like the, that, the love that show though? Love that I do show too. The first forty-eight makes fun of a uh, CSI all the time. So it'd be like, oh, we found a like a footprint at the sea, and like, oh, we'll just run this through the shoe database to figure out where it came from. <laughs> like the, they make it seem very, very yeah. fast and easy on the on the. They're TV just shows. like, yeah, this is very obvious. Like, mm-hmm. um, so that was so. We talked about, um, yeah, so uh, the third set 
we know who it is. We don't know anything more. And then what baffles me is, so it is now October of 2022. We have found three bodies. They're like, some have been in barrels where like everyone's creeped out. So people are still just like, yeah, let's go have a recreational day over, over at Lake Mead. So a group of divers Ooh. was diving in October of 2022. And a diver discovered a human bone while underwater in Colville Bay, which is part of Lake Mead. <laughs> and a day later they went back so don't worry guys they went back uh they i mean found... i would i would go for that express purpose be like what can i find today <laughs> so they I'd, found... be on, I'd be on the boat like good luck aj <laughs> yeah. i believe in you <laughs> so they found more human remains uh when they went diving again i just i do want to learn to dive and i don't think that i want to do it there like I don't. <laughs> I be. can snorkel really well, and I would love to learn how to scuba dive. I would love, love, love that. Okay, I, would you snorkel in Lake Mead, though? It depends on the clarity of the water. If I can see through the water, then yes. If I can't see, then no. It's a little okay. sludgy. Well, Randy, we went kayaking on Lake Mead. We did. That's when I got sunburnt through my clothes. Through your fact. clothes. I can't so, do snorkeling though because like you're because you're obviously like your face is in the water and my brain is like bitch you can't breathe underwater stop mm -hmm. it and I just can't get past like the mental part of it and also water just freaks me out oh it's my happy place nope I don't know how I would feel about diving I don't love that you might be discovering things while you're under there like I don't like getting easily startled Oh my gosh, I want to so bad. My uncle goes to the Galapagos like every other year. He's been scuba diving and snorkeling there and he like shows us the pictures and oh, I'm just like, I want to go so bad. I love it. Yeah, my... So... Go ahead, sorry. No, you're good. No, so it took five months for them to identify those remains and it they identified him, him as Donald Smith, who was 39 years old and lived in North Las Vegas, who had drowned almost 50 years prior. Wow. Jeez. So the officials did rule the death accidental, which was such a bummer for me. That's why they have been like, bodies in Lake Mead. Yeah. And I was like, oh, murder, mayhem. No, not murder and mayhem. Just, um. Whoops. Whoops. A lot of whoops. <laughs> a lot of whoops. And so Lake Mead was originally filled in the 1930s. Okay. And if you guys are not familiar, it is, um. The Hoover Dam is over there with Lake Mead. So that's all of that was kind of built around the same time. And apparently since it's filling in the 1930s, 30, 300 people at least that we know of have drowned in its waters. The decade with the most drownings is the 1990s. What is happening uh, I, that people are just dying? I don't know. And that's the weird part is that I was expecting when researching to find more information or like, is something <laughs> happening or what's the deal? And um, there's just, there's been like almost nothing. So since May of 2022, since the water levels dropped, we have just found these four sets of human remains. Um, and only one of them was nefarious that we know of. So the barrel, 
But I was more interested in understanding the investigation process for when remains like this are found. So I guess once they do the scene investigation, they bring the remains into the coroner's office. And depending on what state the body is in, they can do, um, you know, autopsy, imaging, and then sometimes they consult with outside entities like, you know, forensic anthropologists to see if they can figure out what happened to these people. And they do attempt to collect DNA, but all of this has to coincide with a missing persons report. Otherwise, mm -hmm. they have nothing to match it to. Yeah. So I think I want to know what database they're using in Bones because they're just like, ah, oh, there he is. Yeah. yeah. I imagine they'll rely more heavily on the genetic genealogy to identify the remains. Yeah. And fortunately, we do live in an age of 23 and me. So for mm -hmm. the people who have been identified, it was their siblings that were yeah. submitting DNA for them mm -hmm. to be able to, to test it. Um, so one of the other barriers to appropriate investigation is, as we discussed before, bodies left in water are exposed to lots of scavengers and currents will carry pieces of the body in different mm -hmm. directions. So the forensic anthropologists have a tough time understanding, you know, mode of death because usually where these things are found is not where they died. Right. So makes it very challenging. Um, and then even after remains are identified, determining a cause of death is almost impossible with just a skeleton. So unless you have some kind of very obvious trauma, bones are not as informative as a full body. So mm -hmm. many of these cases are going to remain unsolved. So they said that um, condition of body is essential in the examination process because, you know, degraded remains, no fingerprints, very unlikely that you're going to have dental information. And they were able to perform forensic dentistry on the first two sets that they found. And then they compared the dental information to a dental records database. However, if nothing is submitted to the database, it just remains unsolved. Mm -hmm. So I think what freaks me out is these are the bodies we've discovered. Right. We have no idea how many more there are. Mm -hmm. And I think that working in the field that I have, this very much coincides with people like not being found or when they are found, they cannot figure out what happened. Mm -hmm. And so what people with, it's like, how do you get away with murder? Easily, actually, um, yeah. as long as you know where to put the body. Mm -hmm. Well, even now it's hard to process, uh, like convict somebody of murder without a body. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What was, okay. Is this, I don't know if this was fictional or I was watching a documentary or I don't know what it was, but where someone went missing and then they believe that the body was put under uh, concrete when they were in, like putting in a new highway. Oh no, I know this. What am I thinking of? What was I watching? I know what you're talking about because they kept doing ground radar scans trying and to figure they think out that it's like all the way underneath so that they're not and there's like miles and miles and miles and miles to check i i know what you're talking about i can't remember the case but yeah they they think it was they disappeared in in an area and at a time where a highway was being uh rerouted and they were like well they kept finding stuff but they never <laughs> found the body but it's just too much to check and they're like we can't keep digging up this highway mm-hmm 
And so, you know, I see in like in more rural areas. So I told you Alaska and Montana, you can get away with almost anything yeah. there. Well, when I did, um, I, I did a, oh God, not snowshoeing, snowmobiling trip out in Wyoming. And we were out there. Cars can't go there in the, in the winter because the snow's so deep. And we went like an hour out. And like, of course, my morbid ass, like, you could just dump a body out here. Mm-hmm. And like scavengers would get to it and nobody's going to go. Cause even whenever you're snowmobiling, you're still, you can't, you can go off the trail only so much. So it's like, you can just snowmobile an hour out and then walk an hour dragging this body on a sled and just dump it. And then nobody would ever find it. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, people really, we rely so heavily on the scene now, mm-hmm. like that, <laughs> oh, we're going to find, you know, blood remains in this house or whatever it is. But if you do everything like way out in undetected area. And this is like, I'm surprised that anybody we know is still alive after like surviving through, you know, thirties through seventies. Yeah. It's just like, mm-hmm. like, what, what, I don't know. There's some show where it's like, well, there's this big pool of, of blood, you know? It's, and they're like, oh, gross. Anyway. <laughs> Walk through it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go off of how, of my suspicions though. I think that's mm-hmm. going to be our yeah. most solid. What do they call it during the bubonic plague? Uh, humors. Yes. yes. Your humors. Your humors. Well, I have a last little part to round us out, kind of lighten the mood a little bit. So when Randy and I had talked about like what we were going to cover this week, I was going to look for weird and funny laws in Russia. Okay. I know that sounds really far from where we're at right now, but trust me, that's what we were talking about. I, so I, I, didn't, looked up- I didn't research. Yeah, but so I was looking for weird laws in Russia, and all I could come up with were really offensive laws that were homophobic and anti-feminist, so we're we're not going to go down that rabbit hole today. Instead, (laughs) we are going to look at really ridiculous laws in our own United States. Yes. And there were so many that have to do with animals, like, you cannot wake a sleeping bear to take photographs of it in Alaska, for example. If, will, if there's why? a law or a sign, that means someone did it. But he has done why it. That yeah. there you cannot a... whisper in someone's ear while they are moose hunting. What? <laughs> what? Why? Why is that illegal? Why is that a thing? Yeah. So these are going to be just a few. This is a very short one. And then I have an obituary that is equally entertaining. Um, okay. So in Alabama, the, I just picked out my favorites. It is illegal to wear a fake mustache that causes laughter in church. <laughs> in Alabama, you may not have an ice cream cone in your back pocket at any time. What? What if it's an ice cream sandwich? Does that count? I don't know how I feel about the just like ice cream in my pants in general. Yeah. Like I just I can't see an occasion for it. What's so funny about these is it's not like one weirdo coming up with it. People voted on this. Yeah. In Alaska, it is considered an offense to push a live moose out of a moving airplane. I would hope now, so. Notice they didn't say flying airplane. They just said moving, moving airplanes. Was that like on the tarmac? Is that like landing? What just if they're near? moving the plane on the highway and then there's a moose in the plane they push them out on the highway 
I does that count? Does it have to be moving of its own accord? Like, is it? It seems like it, if you just push it out of a moving airplane, that is, I think, however the airplane is moving, it is an offense. Fun fact okay. about moose, mooses, meese, meese, Um, one of their primary predators is the orca whale. What? Yeah. Oh, you didn't. Oh, this is so fun. So there's this thing there's some kind of vegetation on like the ocean floor that moose like to eat they can dive down like pretty far and orcas will attack them when I they're don't diving like this. i don't i'm not approving so can you imagine being a scuba diver yes i and, and a moose see. comes down to eat some seaweed and an orca just murks it i think i would lose my mind at that point and you would i would think unravel. i was hallucinating i was like yeah, i would just I've, unravel yeah fun, fun fact for your brain hole did not have that fun fact away but now it is thank you Thanks in arkansas her. donkeys cannot sleep in bathtubs but what if they like it there they can't it's illegal that's rude in connecticut it is illegal to educate your dogs don't <laughs> educate your dogs they could take over they could, they could. Over you know what though like i'm on board with that because we're being proactive right like it's just what you about to cats? be are you allowed to educate nothing them? about the cats just the dogs that's that's terrible how dare yeah. you in florida it is illegal to fish while driving across a bridge don't do it fair don't do it fair <laughs> alligator <laughs> in uh lovely colorado a place called sterling sterling is near you yes I, okay mm -hmm. cats may not run loose without having been fit with a tail light what what <laughs> can't make this Can you imagine trying to put like a headlamp on a cat it would be so mad. Come here, whiskers. It would educate you. It'd be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Wait, so. Did they sell cat taillights on Amazon? Oh, Google that, please. I'm 100% doing that. Okay. Next one. In Illinois, back in 1924, a monkey was convicted in South Bend of the crime of smoking a cigarette and was sentenced to pay $25 fine and the trial cost. Shortly after that, in South Bend, it became illegal to make a monkey smoke a cigarette. What is happening? I don't, I don't understand know. anymore. Oh my god. Okay, what did you find? I Nothing yet. How to catch... Now, this next one makes me curious as to why they even had to make it a law. But in Kentucky, every citizen is required to take a shower once a year. I mean, uh, I, you know, I can you, get behind that. Do you imagine the smell? In uh, lovely Nevada, in Las Vegas, it's against the law to pawn your dentures. Really? Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't love what I just found. Not oh, no. loving anything that's happening. Is so, it on their booty? Uh, no, it's... Just, just bear with me for a second. Um... So I, 
I looked up like, you know, how do you secure a light on, cause everything cattail can kept coming up with like your tail lights, but like it's shaped uh-huh. like that. And I'm like, that's not what we're going no. for. So idiotlaws.com. It says cats must be fitted with tail light if it sneaks out of house in Sterling, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think they carry cat tail lights at your local pet store? And so they have this picture of a cat wearing Christmas lights. So that's fine. The first comment on here uh, says, sometimes I make love to my cat when money is tight and I can't afford to feed her. It releases the tension and it's great fun for the whole family. We sometimes make a game out of it. I just got nauseous. What is happening? And then with below it, it says, no, they don't sell taillights at PetSmart. So anyway, that's the information I now have that I didn't want. Um, and I'm not going to search anymore before I end up Thank on Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> Took a really dark turn. Yeah. Uh, I figured if I have to suffer, we can all do it together. That's what friends are for. <laughs> yep. This that's, that's the verbal equivalent of, oh, this smells disgusting. Smell this. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. As that's it's shoved yeah, in your no. face. 100% not googling anything because things are now coming up related to the furry community so we're just gonna uh, leave that alone past that one <laughs> yep. and keep going mm-hmm. in Nevada it is also illegal to drive a camel on the highway driving camel. I did not know camels could be driven but hey yes. okay vroom vroom motherfucker vroom, vroom. <laughs> New Mexico now I could fully get behind this law and I would I would definitely vote for it A city council member in Albuquerque, New Mexico, introduced a resolution to ban Santa Claus from the city. Here for it. The matter was defeated. Oh, come on. I know. Where's your cheer? I don't have any. Little holiday cheer. Uh Okay. Last of the weird laws in the United States, and then we'll do our obituary, and you will see a theme. In New York, donkeys are not allowed to sleep in the bathtubs. More donkeys in bathtubs. Why is there another state <laughs> with another law about donkeys Something happened. in bathtubs? These laws exist for reasons. Yes. So weird. So, okay. With that, let me get to my um, obituary that we are going to... Uh... Is it about a donkey? Hold on. Where did I put it? Elevator music. Here I we saw... go. Oh, okay. good. Go ahead. I saw a sign and it was like, it was at a bar and it was like military members and their dependents will not be served at this bar. People were all offended. And I was like, oh, I want to know what happened because somebody got real rowdy. Mm -hmm. Okay. This obituary is from, let me see, Birmingham, West Midlands, England, Wednesday, October 11th, 1911. Bonnie England. Beer drunk drinking donkey. Beer drinking donkey. A chimney sweeps donkey, which has just died at Fool's Hill, Warwickshire. Warwickshire. Worcestershire. At a considerable age, had a distinct partiality for beer. He was often given half a pint of ale in an ordinary measure. So greatly did the donkey relish it that it had a habit of expecting a drink whenever his journeys took him near public houses. Oh. 
and that's it that's the end he just died he was a beer drinking donkey in oh, Worcester, 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 Worcester. Yep. 1911. Sounds, i love donkeys their ears mm-hmm. donkey 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 wine and true crime donkey, donkey. wine and true crime now that is something way different and we don't want to google that okay nope stay no. away from that google nope. i know they're like how how many miles are we away from tijuana like what <laughs> oh god <laughs> Mm. oh so that wraps us up for today everybody thank you for joining us that was a charcuterie board i was about to say this is probably the most random episode that we've done it's a little bit closer to our og roots though the three of us doing each something so you know every once in a while it's fun it's good i want something cool to happen with the lake mead discoveries though and there just isn't give it a minute 300 people well and okay so this goes back to our last episode though where i i I read you guys that it's not it's not necessarily that you're opposed to being in a body of water with with bodies um it's just how far away they are and if they're visible Mm -hmm. that's it because clearly since we're all in the ocean we're very comfortable in being in water Mm -hmm. with bodies everyone has a corpse to water ratio yes what is your what is your corpse to water ratio well, you I already... would like it to be high enough that I could find one. Uh, I already don't like the water. <laughs> <laughs> this just makes it worse. Because, like, I, I listened to an episode um, of Stuff You Should Know about cave diving. And I had to, like, turn it off because it made me just so, like, anxious. Because, you know, people... I could not. I they, get, they get down into these caves and there's the silt at the bottom. And uh-huh. you can just kick it up and you literally don't know where you're at. And they die down there because they're just... They can't get out. Yeah. They're disoriented. Oh, nope. 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 Like I said, I'll be on the boat. You guys are doing great. Support you. Hype squad Randy up here. (laughs) Got the foam fingers. AJ's down there. AJ's down there. If she doesn't come up in 30 minutes, somebody just go get her. That's so, God, I don't, that's honestly terrifying though, that you're just swimming with people or they're, you know, cliff jumping or diving or whatever and then they just don't come back and then you don't know what happened for decades yeah can you imagine like 50 years families waiting for closure and they all just were like yay jump in just doesn't resurface no that's terrible i mean i know i joke about it well because obviously you know that they're dead but yeah it's just that could happen that quickly well, email us with your corpse to water ratio. We're very interested mm-hmm. to know. Where do you draw the line? Where do you draw the line? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Follow us on. Are you the on like the team AJ where it could be like, you just want to find one? Or are you like the more Randy? Like you're not getting in the water. Doesn't matter. No, thanks. Doesn't matter what the ratio. Or are you somewhere I, in the middle? Like Sunny? Like, eh, as long as I don't see him. <laughs> as long as, where they're do you around the, as long as they're around the bend in the pool. If I can't see you, you can't see me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for listening. Follow us on the socials. And until next time. Bye-bye. Bye.